0: There was a, I saw a van with Christmas lights, scotch taped to the top of it.
1: I missed that. Yeah, it was a yeah. lot.
0: We're See, all looking out different windows and we're all seeing different <laughs> things.
1: I think, that, I think that's the reality of the situation because I was focused on just trying not to get us killed because... Hey everybody, welcome to A-Grade. The podcasts were a college professor and a middle school teacher, taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every monday morning at 7 a.m and you can check out our bonus content over on patreon.com a grade podcast for behind the scenes pictures videos and a full report card of every place we've ever visited and graded so if you want to become an a grader yourself get that awesome behind the scenes content just hop on over to patreon.com a Grade podcast there should be a link that you can just click on in the episode description as well my name of course as always is joe and i am joined. As always, also by...
2: Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie.
1: And actually, now that we mention it, we are also joined this week by, of course... Tommy. Tommy Boy, who, if you are a longtime listener, you probably remember from last year's A. Grady Awards, which, of course, are our annual end-of-the-year celebration award show. And Tommy was the uh, arbiter of tiebreak, I guess, for deciding the award. So, don't know how we're going to do it this year, but... I think uh, he did an A-grade job, so he'll yeah, probably think, be back. I do
2: think Tommy will be back for the A-gradies again as well.
1: <laughs> How do you feel about that, Tom?
0: I think we had a good system last year, but uh, we'll see if we can touch it up this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's a work in progress, like most, most <laughs> of the, the rest of this. Anyways, Tommy's here with us this week because we actually, the place that we are reviewing today, which of course is...
2: Bridge and Tunnel Brewery in Queens, New York. It's actually in Bridgewood. Oh,
1: so- it's not in Brooklyn?
2: No, we, we ventured into New York City, and we went to Ridgewood, which is, was quite an adventure. Which actually. we will talk
1: about. <laughs> and so Tommy was there on the adventure. So I guess we'll, uh, we'll start by talking about that. So if you're a first-time listener, welcome. Basically, just very briefly, we, like I said, review coffee roasters and craft breweries typically. And we have a grading rubric system, which, of course, breaks down in what way, Jackie?
2: Our first category that we grade is atmosphere and ambiance. Then we grade service beer, food. And then after that, we each come up with our total grade individually for the coffee roaster or craft beer brewery that we're reviewing. And then we debate or agree on an overall podcast grade that, of course, goes on our report card, which is on Patreon. If you were interested, they are all there.
1: Oh, way to plug it.
2: (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) Gotta plug that Patreon.
1: Anyways, yeah. So Tommy joined us this week on our adventure to this brewery because we actually... I think we probably released the episode last week of our kind of sit-down interview with Johnny, who is a craft brewing expert. And we were dropping him off at the airport, so we all went together. And uh, I'm glad Tommy was there because it was quite the adventure. And normally, we just continue by going into the first grading category, with which is atmosphere and ambiance. But I feel as if we have to recap the journey to get there because... Man, that was quite the adventure and there were times where I wasn't sure we were going to pull it out like that we were going we were going to make it. But um I don't know, what do you think?
2: I think it was pretty funny because by the time we did get to the brewery, all of us were about on an anxiety level of what? 9 or 10 out of 10.
1: <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who aren't from the area, New York City is quite the I don't know, I don't know the right word, beast, animal. Um and it definitely proved that yesterday on our on our adventure so much so that we didn't get the podcast last night because we basically got home and i just started drinking whiskey and watching strangers binge watching stranger things because i was so stressed out from the whole trip i think it was the belmont stakes or something some event like that so basically the traffic going in was apocalyptic yes and if you know anything about me you know that my two the two things that i hate most in life are being stuck in traffic and having to go to the bathroom and when
2: you're stuck in traffic. Well, when you combine oh, yeah. the two,
1: as we said, that's my personal hell. Personal hell, yeah. Absolutely. Personal hell. And so I was driving, and basically, that's what ended up happening. There was way more traffic than we thought. Parking lot traffic, bumper to bumper, as my father might just put it. Fire and brimstone. Fire. Was literally
0: a car on fire on the side <laughs> of the road. There was a car yes. on
1: fire. So let's just recap everything yes. that we saw. So driving in, there was a car just on fire on the side of the road. There was this bumper to bumper traffic. Eventually... I was like, I need to use the bathroom. We got to find a panic bathroom. Uh, Jackie was This nice is like a
2: pre. This is like a preview of the bathroom corner on the drive.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Queen- Queens's bathroom corner review is not great because we yeah. eventually found a Burger King and we tried to go in there and the doors weren't locked so much as there were no handles or locks on the doors to their bathroom, but they were locked. So we didn't even try to get in because there was no way to get in that we could foresee. Right, that was
0: yeah. Joe's aggravation was fuming at this point.
1: Yeah, fuming is a good way to put it. (laughs) There were puddle, muddy New York City puddles everywhere. If you've been to New York City, you probably definitely know what I'm talking about. It's a different quality and caliber of dirty puddle. I feel like a New York City puddle. So I peeled out of the parking lot. We eventually found a McDonald's. We panic bought a small fry (laughs) (laughs) to gain access to the bathroom. Yes. Which was
2: a key code bathroom. Key
1: code bathroom. And they were very deliberate not to let us see them put in the key code. (laughs) So Tommy held the door while we all cycled through to use. One by one. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And the fries, the McDonald's fries, I will say, were very plain. But as we got to the bottom, they got saltier. And I realized McDonald's fries don't... Johnny actually pointed this out, that McDonald's fries don't actually taste like anything. They taste like salt if they're salted. So the question is, what would you grade the uh, McDonald's fries? The McDonald's fries? I would probably give them a D for Mickey D's. I think <laughs> that's, that's appropriate. Yeah. I feel
2: like they wouldn't really be that upset with that. That's fair.
1: I feel as if whoever is running the show at corporate knows that's Ronald the mcdonald yeah, Ronald
2: Ro- McDonald is over there creating D-level fries, I think. Ronnie is well aware of the caliber <laughs> of his fries. They weren't
1: bad. They just weren't anything. They they tasted like salt vessels, I think mm. was how Johnny put it. <laughs> so, yeah, we left there. What else did we see? Uh, there was some crazy guy that I was you- going to
2: say, I don't even know if we should explain this one on the pod, but there was actually, when we were leaving the McDonald's parking lot, terrifyingly, a person who clearly you know, had something going on that was using his fingers to motion gun movements to passing cars. So we were and wasn't he
1: just wandering down this? I yeah. didn't see him because I was focused on driving, but he was wandering Thankfully. down the middle of the street, you said? Yeah, he was. It looked like he was having like an episode or something.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. it was actually really sad and unfortunate. But terrifying (laughs) yeah
0: and then there was just a lot of other
1: weird stuff
0: i I saw a guy on a full suit riding a scooter on the highway yes you did i saw people (laughs) selling flowers on the highway well
1: it wasn't that there were people selling flowers on the highway so much as that there was dozens of people selling flowers walking
0: through the intersection yeah just selling flowers there was uh, I saw a van with christmas lights scotch taped to the top of
1: it i missed that yeah it was a lot
0: we're all looking out different windows and we're all seeing different things.
1: <laughs> I think that I think that's the reality of the situation because I was focused on just trying not to get us killed because there were also when I say multiple points I mean several times at least four or five different occurrences where people behind us just went into went out of our lane and I'm talking like two lane traffic, one lane going one way and then the other lane coming the other way towards you and people just going out of our lane, and just up the road into oncoming traffic. And there was one point where two cars in a row did that, gunned it through an intersection, and people were just honking as they swerved to try to not get hit. And we've seen people do wacky things driving cross-country last summer, but that was wild. People were just going all out nutso, I felt like, yesterday.
0: It
2: kind of solidified my thought that if we are going to do any more coffee roasters or breweries in New York City, we should definitely take the train and the subway
1: <laughs> well i think there were a couple of factors at work as well i mean first of all it was it is weekend it's nicer summer weather i guess so more people are are kind of out losing their minds in general i feel like and then we kind of figured out i think tommy looked up it's puerto rican day parade weekend.
0: on uh, june 12th i think today yeah yeah, yeah. so it was the weekend
2: yeah, so it was definitely more crowded. There was a lot of yeah. events going on in, in New York City.
0: Yeah,
1: Belmont, Belmont like we said. Belmont,
2: the parade. Yeah. So there was a lot of events going on where there was probably more people in the city and going yeah. commuting into the city and out of the city than normal.
1: Yeah. And again, I feel as if we didn't mention half the things that we actually saw, but that's some of what we experienced. And again, it's not a long drive. It was still only maybe an hour 45 minutes two hours but it's crazy how much madness you run into just getting into the city sometimes
0: yeah they say the wild west is dead but it just changed settings to a concrete one <laughs> yeah. now this is why I, we I don't want to rip on people who live in the city but it's uh i tipped my hat off to them it's impressive <laughs> i couldn't do it
1: well i think the wild west it went so far west that it hit the coast and then it ran out of room so it looped back around maybe it just bounced back yeah it just kind of did a reversal or something so yeah, I, I think maybe we've talked about this funnily enough, how yeah. maybe we have to uh, time it more. But Johnny was thinking, oh, well, we're going to the airport anyways. We might as well drive into the city. And I suggested, well, oh, there's some great breweries you know, out by where we live. Maybe we could do those. And he said, no, this one's really good. And uh, so I said, yes. And then he said, all right. Yeah. And we're not doing that next time. But having said all of that, I was really glad that we chose this this brewery, so I guess we can continue with the actual atmosphere and ambiance of the brewery, which I will start with by saying that as an addendum, when I got out of the car, we parked about, I don't know, maybe 50 yards Not from the brewery. Yeah. We were really close on the street parking. It's just on a side street in this neighborhood. Really innocuous. I think Johnny said it's in an old firehouse, one of those tiny New York City firehouses. And as I stepped out, Jackie was in the back seat behind me where I was obviously driving. And I noticed as she opened her door, I started laughing because I said, Jackie, be careful when you step out because there's a cheeseburger <laughs> right <laughs> on the ground where you will step out. And when I say cheeseburger, I don't mean a full cheeseburger. It was just a, a meat patty with cheese yeah, in a half wrapper or something just right where you would step out again. And we just... Kind of laughed because that was the perfect ending to that insane drive, oh, yeah, watch out for cheeseburger landmines, yeah, as you step out of the car
2: after that crazy drive, I was definitely on edge by the time that we got to the brewery, so when we walked inside, I kind of took a deep breath. I don't know if you guys felt the same way,
0: yeah, it was like an oasis,
1: yeah, that's a yes. really good way to put it,
2: yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So
1: why don't you tell us about walking in and how that ties into your impressions of the atmosphere and ambiance?
2: So like you said before, it seemed like that it was in an old firehouse. So when you walk in, the whole front is open. They have one of those like garage doors that was left open because it was a pretty nice day weather-wise. So everything was open. There was lots of fresh air blowing through. And immediately when you walk in, it... There is so much to look at. I felt like there was really cool stuff everywhere. Um, It almost had a little bit of like a put together grungy look, which was interesting because when we did talk to the owner, he did say that everything in there he had made. It was all of his equipment was was homemade. He put it together. It looked like all of their decorations. There was some graffiti on the wall. Nothing was, you know, sometimes you go into breweries and they're sleek and, super clean and simple and sleek. This was kind of way more homey and grungy, and but in a way that made it super comfortable. There was like piecemeal things put together. It looked like couches and tables and different things from maybe he got at garage sales or from different houses. There wasn't really any color scheme or something like that that you would see this was way more natural.
1: Yeah, it it very much was sort of the opposite of some of these bigger corporate year breweries we went to a few that come to mind are something like victory brewing in Philadelphia or even other half the one that we went to in New York City again really cool places but you get such a contrast looking at those compared to something like this which yeah exactly that looks as if they brought in stuff from their own home maybe stuff that they've found over the years that they thought was really cool as the owner mentioned that we'll talk about probably with service He talked about how a lot of the stuff there is all custom in terms of the brewing equipment and everything. So, yeah, I definitely got that impression, too, where it was super homey almost, but in a very quirky, creative way.
2: Yeah, there was um, classic rock music playing in the background, which totally fit. It was a little bit dark in there, which totally fit.
1: Yeah, it felt very Queens, Brooklyn vibe. I mean, I lived in Queens, you did too, lived in Queens, or, or Queens, Brooklyn, whatever, New York City area for some time and it screamed of that to me. It was so familiar to me having lived in the city.
2: Yeah, there were other little touches uh, and then I'll let you Tommy your thoughts too but there were other little touches like there was a fake signed picture of Babe Ruth that literally tricked me into thinking that it was Babe Ruth yeah, that signed it. It said to our favorite <laughs> brewer to my favorite brewery and it said love Babe yeah. and it was really funny. There was a lot of really well, it funny was touches. It was a
1: hunter with Babe Ruth's face photoshopped yes. And he was hunting an alligator. And yeah. Jackie said, Is that real? And I said, Yeah, Babe Ruth loved hunting alligators and drinking at Bridge and Tunnel Brewery back in the nineteen twenties. Yeah, there was Obviously.
2: Cool, <laughs> there was cool art everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there was cool stuff. Um Yeah, I don't the, know. the
1: chessboard table was yeah. really cool by the fake fireplace. That's sort of where we wound up sitting. All the chairs were different. One of them yes. that I was sitting in had kind of lion throne handle armrest handles. All the other chairs were very unique and, and distinct. Stickers and everywhere. Yeah. 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 What did you think, Tom?
0: Yeah, it was a sweet little gem. Uh, It sounds like uh, because it was a small operation between the husband and wife as co-owners, I'm assuming, um, everything they had there seemed very deliberate in their uh, rollout. So all the furniture, as you said, it looked like it was a mix and match, which fit really well. They had like a nice little fake fireplace. You could sit around. They had long tables. Uh, They had an arcade machine, which Joe did check out i, um, I, I pack mend the bar was pretty big too for the size like the, the the table itself around um and then the board with all the taps too uh it seemed pretty straightforward and uh they also had all their mugs out too uh well it sounds like they had a mug of the month club or something mug club um so i wish i could have been able to join that but it still looked really cool especially if you're like a local person and it seems like a great spot if you're like member of the community there like i would definitely be a local that would go there all the time if i lived over there for sure
1: yeah yeah i felt as if they fit a lot in a very small area we talk about this a lot with different breweries or coffee roasters we've been to how some of them seemingly are really good at optimizing the space they have and then other places we go to that are maybe the same size as a place like bridge and tunnel and there seems like there's no seating It's just the space isn't being set up well. So I thought that was really cool. And I was actually surprised because it was Saturday that it wasn't more crowded. I mean, people were in and out for sure. But I think you guys put it perfectly. This idea of it is it's sort of a a hidden gem almost because it's such a not huge, gaudy operation like some of these other more popular breweries out there in terms of their um name recognition that you just hear about i hadn't really heard i I had heard about it but only through johnny uh who is a a beer insider i would call him so yeah i I think all of that definitely kind of sums up what my experience was was too right
2: yeah and I do think we're gonna get into this later but the service definitely impacts your atmosphere and ambiance I felt very comfortable when we were in there the owner talked to us for a while again not knowing that we're doing a podcast or anything like that just seemed like he is someone who greets his customers and that we'll talk about that later but that does impact my atmosphere and ambiance great as well because of how comfortable I felt
1: and speaking of comfortable if we have nothing else to say about atmosphere and ambiance then Cue the toilets. You have to give a few seconds for the toilets to flush. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Squeaky gaskets. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. you got
1: you to gotta exercise those gaskets. So this uh, week's rendition of Bathroom Corner, I guess I can take it away. All right. So very briefly, I guess, because there wasn't a ton about the bathroom that I think needs to be explained, because I think it sort of followed the theme of the brewery itself. It was kind of a bit of a quirky, eclectic bathroom it was surprisingly big i mean i kind of almost rather have two bathrooms with the size that that one bathroom is because there was only one bathroom but it is such a small operation it makes sense that they just had the one i think overall and overall it was very clean um i think that was very interesting as we were saying how the brewery itself is very chaotic almost in its kind of decor and at the same time though it felt very clean very safe like you've been saying And I felt the bathroom was sort of the same way. I really... It was kind of just red painted walls, I think.
2: Blood red. (laughs) Oh, was it? It was very red, wasn't it?
1: I mean, that's a way to put it.
2: Yeah, it was a blood red wall. Maybe I've been watching too much Stranger Things, but yeah.
1: That could have something to do with it. (laughs) But I really liked the door. That was the thing I noticed the most about the bathroom because the door had a million bumper stickers on it. And that was really cool. I always liked something like that. And again, it just fit into the vibe. The door was really heavy. It was one of those heavy metal doors that gives you that grungy kind of brooklyn queens vibe whatever so overall i thought it was a pretty good bathroom i would say if i had to grade it i'd probably give it a b i think it had some character it was clean it fit into the theme overall so i was very pleasantly not surprised but just pleased with the bathroom experience overall what did you guys think
0: i like the bathroom as you said with the stickers that was really cool um i'm hoping as they continue operating because they've been open seven years Eight yeah I, th- years? I think 2015 they said they opened yeah i think um, maybe
1: they've been brewing longer but they opened. i'm hoping then. to
0: see them continue that trend with the stickers and just cover the whole bathroom
1: that would be sick right, right. all the yeah. wall i've
0: seen some of those sometimes and it's, that'd it's be really cool, cool especially yeah. when you're just you know doing your business and you just get to stare at all the new stickers and everything it's cool that's
1: what we always say on the podcast that bathrooms are such an opportunity to showcase something interesting or unique and some places they they really play it play that up which is cool.
2: There was something in this bathroom that I think y- you guys might not tr- normally care about, but they did have a full length mirror, which to me I really like in a bathroom so that when I'm done washing my hands and getting ready to leave the bathroom, I have that nice full length mirror to kind of <laughs> to like assess everything and myself and be like, "Oh, okay, I I look I'm good. I don't have anything any issues here." But I did take some videos of this bathroom as well. If you are a Patreon, they are in the Patreon Google Drive. So I took a video. I showed them to Tommy, I think. After having a couple beers, I took some fun videos utilizing the mirrors.
1: Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. And you can find those over on Patreon.com slash A-Grade Podcast. Yes. Um, cool. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Anything else? Or are you ready for grades for Atmosphere and Ambiance? I'm ready. Uh, did I start? You started. So you go sure. first.
2: I gave the atmosphere and ambiance a B+. I really liked it. I thought it was a really comfortable, cozy place to stay. The dim lighting, kind of grungier feeling brewery is not necessarily where I normally would vibe and where, you know, a place that I normally would enjoy. I normally like the big windows, lots of light sitting outside, big open spaces, kind of farm grass breweries more than, inner city breweries. But even despite the fact that this is not necessarily my preference of aesthetics, I still found myself really comfortable really digging everything to look at. So I gave it a really nice B plus.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. I think you're right. In general, we tend to gravitate more towards the types of breweries that you were explaining. But I really loved what they did with this version of a deep city brewery. It almost, it almost feels like, as if you're really deep in, in the city or the city vibe or whatever. So I'm trying to think about how to balance all of that. I'm going to go for atmosphere and ambiance because I think I was so comfortable there for other reasons. I'm going to go A- minus for atmosphere and ambiance because we often say this as well, how one grading rubric category can tend to bleed into the others, especially when you have blood red bathroom walls. So it all sort of ties together. But I, I think, again, overall, it was really comfortable for other reasons, too, in addition to everything we said. So what do you think, Tom? I loved being able to see
0: some of the operation from the front. Uh, you could see the whole open up in the back where they actually make the, uh, the booze. And yeah. uh, I also noticed, uh, noticed on the board there were uh, events they had, like a stand-up event and a bunch of other community events. I really liked it for the place it's at. Um, you know, you're not going to really have an open farm brewery area. Um, so I mean, for the space they had, I think they did an excellent job. I would give them an A minus.
1: Yeah. And the other thing that actually, now that you're mentioning it, that maybe I would have liked a little bit more of because bridge and tunnel, um, I don't know why it's bridge and tunnel. I don't know if he explained it when we were talking to him. Cause I was kind of all over the place while we were there, but I would have liked to have maybe seen a bit more about that or that vibe, but I, everything else I still really liked. So overall, I thought it was great, too. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're all in a similar range there. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So next category is what? Beer? Service. Service. Why am I, How do I not know that? You,
2: I, I don't know. We've done how many episodes. We're almost hitting 50. you are still...
1: <sighs> I mean, at least I you got the
2: name of the brewery and <laughs> the city of the brewery correct this time. I
1: didn't get either of those correct, I think
2: bridge and tunnel you got that right i thought you got, they the, were in,
1: you got the town wrong yeah i got the yeah town wrong. i got bridge the neighborhood right. <laughs> wrong, yeah. oh i definitely didn't get the neighborhood yes. actually uh so beer now i'm getting service service um did i start you start I started. I
2: started tommy do you have a preference do you want to start with service or with the beer category
1: well, let's
0: just do service yeah jump right hey, in tommy it goes right into atmosphere um rich and uh lisa owners were fantastic they were so nice they were so accommodating um we talked to them for like 45 minutes to an hour and uh our brother as you know is a brewer uh he started talking to rich and they got stuck sucked into a conversation for like an hour they got sucked into their whole yeah which is great yeah they were talking about some really cool stuff and then lisa was talking to us too just about like the beer and like what they've been doing there for all this time um, and they were just so accommodating and nice, too. And they let us try a bunch of beers, too, before we um, chose which ones we wanted to go with. Uh, and they were just really nice. I, I was very impressed with the service. Um, they were nice enough to tell us some, like, little secrets they had and, like, tell us about the new operation that they want to get going upstate, too. Mm. Um, so they were just really nice. And it seems like they had good rapport, too, with the other people coming in, like other locals especially. Um, I just think they're really nice people. And they... Their service uh, reflects that.
1: Yeah, I think that is a really good way to put it because when we first came in, Rich rich was his name, right?
0: Rich was kind of just puttering around, yeah. like fixing things up, like said a couple like, hello, how are you? Yeah, And then uh, he started putting his labels together uh, and uh, Johnny noticed it. And so he went over to check it out.
1: But he he does that right. There's kind of this chain and is it chain link fence yeah yeah where the brewing equipment is behind and has all these no trespassing alligator signs because again why not seems to be the vibe and he was just at a table right next to us basically canning uh labeling cans and that's when johnny was talking to him but yeah he came over initially and was just asking how we're doing you know whatever and later on i really appreciated because when some seemingly what i thought were regulars came in I sort of realized oh this is really cool this is an environment where they treat you just the same as their regulars even if you're new which as we unfortunately always say is not always the case at breweries or coffee roasters a lot of times you go to some places and you do feel like a burden or you do feel because you're not a regular you're somebody they haven't seen before they're not going to kind of give you the time of day again there's lots of reasons for why that experience may happen but it is unfortunately an experience that we have had in the past so I feel as if when we do find this level of initial original engagement, it's really impressive and it's really nice. It's really what we look for. And it was my same experience, as, as Tommy said, sort of talking to either Rich, who was uh, who's the brewer, I guess, and uh, or Lisa, who was behind the bar, just really genuine and really friendly. And they just wanted to kind of hang out and talk about great beer. <laughs> it, it felt like there was one point where I, I mentioned how a brewer once told me, well, that he is making a lot of IPAs because he's got to cater to the market and that's what he sells. And Lisa kind of laughed and said, yeah, we're not interested in that because as we'll talk about with beers, they have a very eclectic beer list. And she said, yeah, we do all sorts of beers. We just do beers that we think we're going to love that are really interesting. And I thought that was, you know, just really cool as well. But what did you think? Was there anything else with the service that stood out to you, Jackie?
2: I thought the service was really great. I, Honestly, can't imagine it being any better, which is always a really good feeling. I love hearing people talk about, you know, the brewers and owners tell stories. It's some of our favorite experiences or some of my favorite experiences in a brewery is when you hear the backstory. We got to hear about the backstory behind different names of beer and how how the names were come up with. We got to hear some of his story about his past and the way he's kind of started the brewery. And then we also got to hear about his future plans. When you get those stories, you feel so embedded in the community and you feel a part of the brewery that I think that they're creating something really, really special here by the fact that the owner is there. He's visible. He's talking to people that have come from far away i mean we've had experiences where we've driven two hours to places and we literally can't use a bathroom so we turn around and leave this cannot (laughs) be any different from that where you walk in you feel welcome you immediately start feeling part of the community it's it's really special and we don't see it often but it is out there and this was another one of those amazing experiences i very confidently um would give this service experience an a there's no question in my mind
0: all
1: right fair enough what do you think tom
0: yeah they just seem to be like genuinely nice people and we're very accommodating it's an a all the way yeah i'm gonna have to go
1: a
2: (laughs) i was gonna say are you even gonna joke can you even get out giving this anything less than an a there's no way this was like (laughs) as clear an a as possible oh
1: no i have to do fireworks yes you do all right cue them they're happening i have i have a sound clip it's gonna they're gonna get edited in but um yeah i i think that's especially when we all agree on a letter grade that's usually a really good sign for a a specific category so yeah i think that's fair which leads us of course to the all important beer category.
2: Yeah. And I think it is your turn to start off first. Tell us about the beer experience.
1: Yeah. So they definitely had a very, I guess you would call it eclectic beer list too. The beer list almost kind of reminded me of the brewery itself in terms of atmosphere and ambiance, because it was so unique and diverse. And that showed with their offerings. I mean, they had everything from New England IPAs to sour beers, to stouts, Hefs. Hefeweizen, Pilsner, i mean there's got to be something there for most people which is really cool and that's something that we've kind of noticed i feel like in our travels or in our journeys that there's essentially two types of brewery styles one where they really lean into a specific variety of beer so we'll call them something like a ipa brewery or a brewery that really focuses or features stouts or a brewery that really focuses or features sours, right? Like Hudson Valley, sours, you think sours. Um, Great Notion, you think stouts, maybe. Um, IPAs, you think other half or Tilted Barn, right? And that's fine because they crush those styles. But then there are other breweries that are just making all sorts of really great beer and, and very diverse types. So whichever direction they sort of go in, it's most important that they just do a really good job with those styles, I feel like. And here, it was more of the very diverse, we're just going to focus on types of beers that we really love. And so luckily, they they offered flights, which is great because you can try, sample a bunch of different types of beers. They were also willing to offer us samples, which was really cool too. And so I think I tried pretty much most of the beers on the list. My favorites were probably the Hefeweizen. I love a good Hefeweizen the paste what was it the oatmeal stout i think i really liked they had an oatmeal stout that was awesome and there was one other
2: you liked the mango the mango IPA.
1: ipa the mango ipa was amazing too so there were definitely probably 3 or 4 beers out of the maybe 14 15 that i tried that i thought were amazing and then a lot of the others i liked um they didn't blow me away as much like the pilsner the some of the regular New England IPAs, they were still really good. But those were my impressions overall of which ones um, stood out to me. But what, what did you think? Were there any real standouts for you?
2: There were a couple that I really liked. I liked the Mango IPA. I liked the Oatmeal Stout. I really liked the Coconut um, IPA. That yeah, That was, was unique. so unique. Yeah. And I really like Coconut, so that was good. What I noticed about the flavors in their beer, when it was a Mango IPA, I felt like I was getting real fruit flavor real mango flavor it didn't feel chemically it didn't feel fake it didn't feel artificial it was one of the smoothest flavored beers where i actually felt like i was drinking real mangoes which i always appreciate and i think that might come from the fact that they make all their own equipment there and i'm sure that this brewer has perfected some of his recipes and equipment to create such a clean drinking experience um i really did enjoy all the beers they were pretty high alcohol content even the <laughs> pilsner
1: yeah, wasn't the pilsner
2: like eight percent no six percent oh, but that's still i feel yeah. high for a pilsner high. yeah so i by the time i finished a couple of flights i was feeling really good <laughs> so i'm glad that i was not driving well you gotta, we were driving you gotta us. finish flights but to fly yeah yes exactly right. Um, but I really liked my beer experience. I thought a lot of the beers were really good.
0: What did you think, Tommy? Uh, the beers were really good. And as you said, the variety was excellent. I really liked how all the different styles they had available at the same time. Um, the mango I had, which was really good. It tasted like real mango. It was unique. As you said, it didn't just taste like they just put like a fake flavoring in it. Yeah, you get that a lot too. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. And yeah.
2: that happens more often than not, I think.
0: And the uh, the stout one I had too, I think it was like number one on the board. I forgot the name of it though. I think it was um, the oatmeal stout. It was the oatmeal stout yeah. yeah it was really good. It reminded me when I was in Ireland of like the Guinness mm-hmm. taste like mm. how it's just they always say it tastes better there than it does here and it's true <laughs> um, but it gave me that similar like that similar feeling that similar taste it just was like it was like refreshing almost It's mm-hmm. like I could drink this in the summer when usually oatmeal yeah. stouts aren't and we actually good talked point. to them about that too. It's one of the reasons why. He Said, yeah, I just brew what I want when I like what I want to yeah. think is good beer any time of the yeah. year, and he as he should because it was really good. Um, and also, I had a grade in mind, but then I was thinking about it. And what lifts it to another level is he's telling us about how his future plans of his future brews and how he continues to keep improving upon what he th- thinks is already a good brew. Um, and he's already got like the next six months planned out of new lineups for the next couple seasons. Um, and I, I think because of that, it's going to even raise my grade higher personally. Um, yeah, it was a really good beer. If you're in the area, check it out.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And, and I think you're right. It, it is funny how he sort of said, yeah, why not have a stout in the summer if it's good? And I couldn't agree more because that was maybe my favorite beer there, either the Mango IPA or the stout. And if it's good enough, I don't care what time of year it is sometimes. Maybe you don't want to go to a brewery that's only featuring stouts in the hottest day of summer i don't know but here yeah, it was very refreshing
0: I, I don't want a bad stout in the summer i'll drink his maybe stout. that's it yeah. i'll but drink yes. maybe that's bridge and it. tunnel yes. stouts in the summer 100
1: yeah good point and, and the other thing the the one other thing i noticed is that the aromas of the beers were really nice too they were just very pleasant to kind of sit with and enjoy the aromas of they were very um they had very nice scents to them uh as, as well i would say overall but uh, is there anything else
2: no i i thought he had a really impressive lineup i like i loved it
1: yeah so letter grades. what are we thinking?
2: You go first? you started it off?
1: I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go b plus overall i I really enjoyed them. I think in general, there wasn't any that I really didn't like. There were just some that I really loved. And I think overall, they're just really good beers, and some of them are great beers. So I think if anything, you certainly won't be disappointed by your experience here. Like you will find something that's for you certainly because there's so many options.
2: I'm gonna go B plus as well. And I was actually, it's funny, cause I was thinking about going a little bit higher and what made me go, I was between a B plus and an A minus. And the reason I went with the B plus is because just a side note preference thing for me is that I really like the presentation of a beer. I'm kind of a sucker for that. And I kind of wish I could have drank the beer in glass instead of in a paper cl- cup.
1: I forgot to mention and that's. I feel that was in my mind too.
2: Like yeah. I, I am a hundred percent sure, like you said earlier, Tommy, that it's a deliberate choice that they're using plastic cups. I'm sure that there's a reason they're doing that. They might have. We might have even talked a little bit about it with Lisa, but I feel like I would have probably gone with the A- minus if I had it in a glass. And I mean, maybe people will disagree with me that I shouldn't be using that as a criteria. But I think that the beers would have tasted even better if they were in glassware instead of plastic.
1: Yeah, I forgot to mention that. But I think you're spot on because I was trying to think why I wasn't going A- minus range instead. And that was something that I had I remember thinking about that while I was there, that, man, I would have loved these in really nice presented glasses or something. Again, there's... Because they
2: were, I think they were beautiful beers. Yeah, there's
1: reasons why they're not. You got to join the mug club.
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, you know. If I was in the mug club, I could have been able to drink it in glass.
1: Anyways, what do you think for letter grade? Uh,
0: So all the reasons I said, uh, because it's a small operation, it seems like Rich really pours his soul into it and he really cares about it. And it's such a variety. You can find anything, any style that you prefer, you'll find it there. Um, I'm giving it an A. Wow, Tommy,
1: going in with the A's, absolutely. I I'm was glad very you impressed. Did. A for absolutely, yeah, right. well, definitely.
2: Well, you know what, I'm really glad you did because we do talk about sometimes, sometimes the grades itself are not as important as the exclama- the explanation behind the grade. Where like, if you're a listener and you're like, wow, that's really dumb like i don't care about right, <laughs> if yeah. it's in plastic or glass that doesn't yeah. matter to me a good beer is a good beer then you would probably give these beers an but a. I, n- I know people who, who won't drink people, beer
1: out of a plastic yeah. cup
2: so it's just something to think about reason. and to note so i'm kind of glad we're getting both ranges represented here and yeah. i'm glad you gave it an a tommy but
1: that's still upper range <laughs> that's still oh, yeah i mean we're, we're going between grades.
0: yeah way above average
1: anyways way. that leads us to food category which i don't should I just I, I,
0: wanna... I, I would there was there they, they didn't they don't have food. They had like chip eggs and I'm not gonna grade that. I'll give it an X. Okay, I'll so we out. talk Personally. about this with
1: food. If there's not food, you can X out the category, or you can still give it grade because we do grade based upon food as well for our brewery experience. There are situations where I X it out because I say, Well, I am going to consider it as part of my overall grade, but it doesn't really make sense in my estimation to give a letter grade when they don't provide something. But there are other places who are. So it, it's it's totally your option, but...
0: I'm going to say I wouldn't grade food because it's in the city and there's so many food options right next door. Literally, a local came in and left to go to the bakery with their kid and came back to get more beer because it was around the corner. So I yeah. think there's a plethora of food options that, for me personally, I wouldn't grade them on food because they didn't have any. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I think I am going to give a food grade this time around just because... It is something that I would have liked to have had. And they did have, uh, I think, just pretzels and bags of chips. Yeah, there definitely is stuff around. But I'm sure if I asked, they would have recommendations. I get the feeling that they would be okay with us bringing in food. I almost feel as if the food was overshadowed by all of these other things that we really loved. So sometimes we go to a place and we say... Yeah, we need food. What's the food option? And we certainly left and, and said that had to figure out food because we were really hungry. But again, when I go to some other places, there is food and and sometimes food that pairs really well with the beer that's offered. Sometimes that is even more important if they are leaning into a certain style. So I I think overall the the food I, I sort of wish I looked into it more or asked more about it. I think somebody mentioned uh, maybe I was talking to Johnny about this how. They used to have pretzels. They knew a guy who made pretzels or a baker or something, and he would bring in um, pretzels basically for them to warm up to serve. I don't think that's an option anymore. But again, you could probably bring things in. But because that was the situation as far as I understand it, I think I'm just going to give maybe a C- minus for food because, again... it. there was an awareness right like that they do offer chips and those sorts of things i don't think i'm going to weigh it heavily into my overall letter grade so that's something to note as well it's not as if a c minus in this category is going to greatly bring down my overall letter grade but it's just the reality of the food situation and that's compared to a lot of the other places we've been to that have like crazy food options i mean you think of for example where was it? Human Robot in Philadelphia. They have this partnership with Poe Sandwich Shop, which is kind of attached to them. And it's such an awesome pairing. And it's such an awesome collaboration that they do with this local sandwich shop. And it's like, okay, that's A-grade food options. They've they figured it out and done that. Again, not something that everybody cares about. Not something that's necessary necessarily important, like Jackie was mentioning. But some people... Yeah, they love a great food experience with their beer experience. So, with that context in mind, that's sort of what makes sense to me overall. But what do you think, Jackie?
2: It's funny because before you even said that or any of that, I wrote down C minus for mine as well. Again, it's not going to factor, just like you said, too much into my overall grade for the brewery. But we have been to some places that have really banging foods that you can eat at the brewery. Sometimes the best foods, and it's not. You know, we don't really know the neighborhood, so I'm sure we would have got really good recommendations. But I think C minus for me for food is accurate, and it'll just be a small little factoring into yeah. my overall grade.
1: Yeah. Again, it's coming from the standpoint of other places we visited, and you know, with the caveat that well, there's different preferences that you might have or, or things that you want or look for, but just something that is the reality of the the situation when you go there for sure. Absolutely. But uh, what does that leave us with for overall grades?
2: So, overall, for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave an A minus, I gave a B plus, Tommy gave an A minus. For service, we have A's across the board. For beer, Joe B plus, me B plus, Tommy A. For food, Joe and I C minus, and Tommy X'd it out.
1: Hmm. Okay, I think I know my overall letter grade.
2: I'm kind of stuck. I'm I'm between two. I always am.
1: <laughs> I think I know my overall letter grade. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready
2: for the three, two, one? Sure.
1: You you know yours? Yeah. I feel like I know all our letter grades and okay. you guys suck. Do
2: you want to make a guess? <laughs> right.
1: Do you no, want to guess or no, no, no. Okay. I I I think I know them though.
2: Okay. Tell us after if you're right.
1: Okay. Three, two, one? Yes. Ready. You ready? Three, three, two, one, A B plus. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you were Tommy was gonna go A. I thought you were going to go, Jackie was going to go B plus and I would go A minus. Oh, so
2: you were almost right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: So we got a B plus by Jackie, an A minus by Tommy, and an A minus by me. Okay. Interesting. I feel as if we're all in the same ballpark. We're all pretty much right where it makes sense.
2: Does anybody feel super strongly about their grade to go for the overall podcast
0: grade?
1: What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) I absolutely think so. I think it's an A grade.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely a range. I also think as if from the perspective of when you're thinking about rounding up or rounding down, you kind of have to look to what are standouts in terms of what's done well and what's not done well. Right. And I think from I'm going to assume from your perspective, Jackie, that A grade service is something that means a lot to you because you always talk about how atmosphere and ambiance and service are so important. I just think because of the passion behind it and because of how cool that is, and because of so many places that we've been to, I mean, we've been to breweries where we're the only ones in there and the beer tenders or whoever's there is just like, yeah, what do you want? Okay.
2: Also, I, yes. And in, it's, yeah.
1: it's such a different experience.
2: In addition to the fact that sometimes in those very same breweries, I have beer that's quote unquote flavored, but it just tastes like chemicals.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. So I, I'm going to advocate for A minus. I think that's a reasonable grade. What do you guys think?
0: I agree. I wish we could go higher, but A minus is. You, you could
1: you could argue for an A. Mm,
0: <laughs> I did give all my grades an A, so if I could revise it, honestly, I would give them an A. Did yeah, you? Only,
2: yeah, you only did A minus for yeah. atmospheric you I probably
0: Should have said A. You, too late now. Well, I said it. <laughs>
2: well, it's okay. Now we got it on the record that
1: you, you think A. <laughs> so A minus.
2: I think A minus is fair for an overall podcast grade, especially just you know, this is a really strong grade for a place that doesn't offer food, which normally is yeah, it's true something that we do de- yeah. factor in. And I think an A- minus is really, really high for a brewery. We don't give a lot of breweries yeah. in that A range. Yeah, And I would recommend that anybody that's in anywhere near Ridgewood, if you're in New York City, staying there, visiting, whatever, to check out Bridge and Tunnel Brewery. This is like a place that shows cases, I think, the best of what new york has to offer and why people love new york city that this is something really special we got to hear some really great stories the owners are incredible i am so excited to check out the next location that they open i know i have a feeling i'm going to like it even better just because i i'm not necessarily a city girl (laughs) Yeah. you know so i think i'm gonna like their new location better i'm excited that they're branching out and and getting bigger There's a lot to look forward to here. And I'd highly recommend coming either by yourself, with friends, with a couple. There were some kids there. You could bring your kids. There was outdoor seating and indoor seating. I thought it was a great experience.
1: Yeah, really, really cool. Just very unique. I mean, So many places, especially you see with big money, you can tell they have big money backing them for whatever reason. I mean, we've been to places where clearly they've somehow acquired lots of capital to open up a brewery and this place was kind of much more so these people love beer homegrown yeah he's custom designed a lot of his equipment and stuff just so original and so unique and i think from that aspect if again you just want great beer or you want to see a really ground up experience of people who just decided to do this hell yeah the uh the atmosphere was great um it really embodied
0: the region the beer selection was super Lot of variety, and the owners were some of the nicest owners I've ever met. Yeah, that's why I give it an A.
1: Well, A minus, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's check. Go back, roll back the tapes. I will. Uh, you, uh, hi, I'm Tommy. A minus.
2: You guys should see the Don't death put words stairs. In my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, death stairs words, between these brothers.
1: Uh, his words, not mine.
2: Listen, you, <laughs> Listen, after our experience, to go from the no bathroom the crazy traffic, the car on fire, the
1: insane experience
2: we had driving in to find, like you said before, Tommy and Oasis to have some beers, calm down. Our ride home was much better. And we really had a great day.
1: Yeah. So that's A-Overall minus by A-Grade Podcast. And check it out. Good stuff.
2: Thank you so much to Bridge and Tunnel. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Bridge and Tunnel. Yeah. Thank
0: you, Rich and Lisa. Great place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, highly recommend. And Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be back. Like you said, maybe to the upstate place location that they're opening, but certainly uh, you know, maybe back there as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. And like we said earlier in the episode, if you are at all inclined, please uh, check out our Patreon for as little as three dollars a month. You can help support the podcast. That's only
1: us- seventy-five cents an episode,
2: right? That's pocket and change. It's a this- steal. Yes. It is a
1: steal. Absolutely. You're stealing from us, actually, <laughs> if you become a Patreon. That's how we, good of a deal it is.
2: Yes. The money goes right back into the podcast. We're using it. Mostly, we'll use it. Maybe we're going to get some merch coming up soon. We're going to use it if any of our sound equipment breaks, which has happened in the last couple Couple of weeks, some behind the scenes stuff there. I don't want to talk about it. Yes, <laughs> and we of course use any money that we get from Patreon to give right back into these small businesses. Like you said before, there are a lot of breweries out there that have money that are corporate, that are big, that are bought out by other, you know, big mega corporations. But really, a place like Bridge and Tunnel you know, we're so excited to showcase and to give them in that A range, we want to give back to these small businesses, to the local communities. There are owners, people passionate that are doing amazing things that have great stories that we are just so proud to be able to showcase. And anything that we make from Patreon goes right back into those businesses. So thank you to our current Patreons. And if you want to sign up, you can do it for as little as $3 a month and you will see some very fun behind the scenes photos, videos, report card grades, all that great stuff.
1: Yep. Check it out. Check it out. You heard it here. You heard it here. All right. Well, thank you all for
2: Thank you, Tommy, for coming on. Thank you for
1: having me. Yeah. This was so much fun. I love having guests. Our A Grade arbiter. Yeah. Probably be back for the A Gradies. A gradies aren't far away. They're coming. End no, the, I don't want to rush it. End of the year, <laughs> we're already
0: halfway there. I know,
1: we're halfway there. I remember the last A-Grady's award, I said, oh God, we got to do 50 whatever of these, 52 of these before the next A-Grady's, and we're like halfway there now.
2: It's going to be harder to pick, I think, this year because we have so many great places we've been. Like, how are we going to give a service award? We've had such good service experiences. We're going to fight.
1: That's, that's what true. we're
2: going to do. <laughs> I'm
0: sure. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, he's like, it sounds great. <laughs> I
1: got to Arborate. Yes, yeah, of yeah, course. That's
2: true right you need it you need a job you need to earn your earn your it's a word right Arborate.
1: no i was thinking that but i didn't want to say anything
2: (laughs) i kind of well it's a new word let's put it in the dictionary
1: anyways so uh hopefully you guys enjoyed yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed this madness and hopefully you join us next week i think maybe we'll be back to coffee roaster i don't know i think we have an episode or two before we leave for letalia wow yeah see molto bene yes and uh, we'll be doing some episodes from Italy before we come back to the states. But um, yeah, whether it's coffee roaster, craft brewery, like I said, hope you join us. Follow us wherever you're listening: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Grinder, Tinder, all, all the hits, all the apps, all the all the all the stuff. And uh, we'll be back next week, as always, Monday morning, 7 a.m. So until next time, stay safe out there, be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, the music's playing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're dancing. Okay. Yeah, you, you guys are dancing. <laughs> okay. <that's all. laughs>